Hey, oh, bad boys. Welcome back to Normies Like Us, the podcast that reminds you it's hip to be square. This week, we're entering the ring and facing off to the death, talking all about Mortal Kombat. So jam on your joystick, pray to Raiden, and hit those fatalities, babalities, animalities. Listeners, listen up, because it's Normies Like Us. Mortal Kombat. This is where you fall down. Fatality. Welcome back, bad boys. Hello. This is Joe. Hey guys, it's Colin. And it's Mike. Today we're going to be talking all about one of the biggest fighting franchises of all time, Mortal Kombat. And one of the most controversial. It's it's pretty pretty intense. I remember like what I'll dive right in here. What's uh, what's your relationship with the franchise? What do you know about it? What's niche to Normie? Where do you stand in the Mortal Kombat? Well, if I may go first, uh, we talked about uh, last week on Power Rangers, how Power Rangers stuff was very ant safe. Mortal Kombat is not ant safe. <laughs> not safe for ants. <laughs> no, no, no. Because there's fatalities and gore created the ESRB, as we'll talk about later, you know, things like that. Mike, you're right. This game makes moms mad. That is the entire point of it. So you said to do too many hashtags. Hashtags, did it make your mom mad? Hashtag mom <laughs> yeah. mad. Hashtag, did your mom uh, really put it? Mad moms. But then I'll turn it there. Hashtag mom made. These were Halloween costumes for me. When we talked uh, Ninja Turtles, guys, this was two years in a row. My brother and I each went as Sub-Zero and Scorpion. Of course. Were That's you Sub-Zero awesome. or Scorpion? I was Scorpion. I was a little brother. Oh, there you go. <laughs> All right, so... <laughs> you don't get to be the cooler character. <laughs> Bouncing exactly off that, yeah. we talked about Last Kid in the Room Syndrome with the Ninja Turtles, right? I couldn't pick Scorpion. I couldn't pick Sub-Zero. Luckily, when Mortal Kombat 2 came out, I was able to be Reptile. Oh, my oh, okay. God. And so, Mike, acid. Yeah, you were sitting there waiting for a green another ninja, ninja to show Just up. any ninja, right? Because we didn't know about Noob Sabot being yeah. like the Shadow Smoke Ninja. Smoke or yeah. any of those. Yeah, but Mortal Kombat 2, Reptile was playable, so that was mine. I was Reptile in Halloween, but I made that costume by cutting um, like a green sweater and putting electrical tape as like the elbow pads. Oh. And... Um, then one year I was Baraka. I, I bought two Halloween sickles and just took the tops off and attached them to my arms like his blades. Huh. And then had like a, a like a you know a demon mask that I bought on some trading website or trading magazine that my mom had. You know, very so intense. I was one turtle for five years, but I was two characters from Mortal Kombat back to back years, but different characters. So huh. I've been more Mortal Kombat characters, but more consistently a turtle. And never a Power Ranger. No, but that's the relationship <laughs> that I had with it as a kid. Ranger. It was just like a universally popular thing. Think about the parody stuff. Like, Simpsons would have, like, Bloodstorm. That would be, like, a video game that they would parody would of, of, like, of a shooting game of, like, Doom, right? Like, Mike, yeah. uh, something like that. They would also do, like, parodies of Mortal Kombat or Foxtrot. You know, comics I would read as a kid would have parodies like, oh, Bloodsport, XOX7. It was all parodies of Mortal Kombat. And they would always do the same scenario. Mom doesn't want you to play it. You want to play it because it's the coolest, bloodiest thing on the block. It's like the South Park and Beavis and Butthead thing where it's like, if you had a friend whose parents were lenient, you would go to his house. Yeah, and freak out about it and be like, oh my God, you're allowed to watch this or play this or do this? And for me, that was my cousin's house, and that's where we played Mortal Kombat 1, uh, Sega Genesis, and it was just, you know, it was crazy. There's blood, all these different characters that look like people because they trace the sprites. I mean, that's my first was Mortal Kombat 1, Sega Genesis, and, you know, my favorite's Mortal Kombat 3, um, 
Ultimate or Tournament Edition, it had that's where they put every character in the previous two games. The original release of three only had like twelve characters, and none of them were cool. But hmm. anyway, Mortal Kombat One is my first entry to the series as the game. Well, I guess let's hit it then. Let's just jump right into the video games, right? Let's talk Mortal Kombat video games. Diving in. We're back, and we're going to be talking the biggest chunk of the franchise here, where it all began. Get over here. The Mortal Kombat video games. That's right. Global phenomenon, man. I mean, this is the era where Street Fighter II is dominating car washes and laundromats world round. And then here comes Midway Entertainment going to create their own version of a fighting game. Oh, yeah. And it's 1996, uh, and they're pumping this out. And like you said in our last segment, Mike... You know, live action captures of sprites of people. So it had a very interesting feel to it. It truly did feel like the Jean-Claude Van Damme movie Bloodsport. You saw people beating each other to death, essentially. And you had never seen a video game like that. And, you know, I don't know if you guys know this, but a piece of trivia here is that it was actually being originally developed as a Jean-Claude Van Damme game based on Universal oh. Soldier. It was supposed oh, to course. be. And that's why Johnny Cage is basically Jean-Claude Van Damme. They made it more comical to be kind of a parody of that. <laughs> But they were working More Hollywood. On, yeah, they were working on the game, and then that deal fell through with Universal Soldier, but they were like, we should still finish the game. There's also notes that the game was influenced by an old kung fu movie called Master of the Flying Guillotine. Um, and this is a film where there's a tournament where everybody has a different fighting style, and there's like a pit of spikes that they fight above, and there's like a fatality where the flying guillotine, well, it's like a weapon on a chain that takes your head off. So there's like elements that feel very Mortal Kombat-esque coming out of Flying Guillotine. So people think that those two things kind of combined in the creator's minds to make the Mortal Kombat. Oh, I can see that. Very cool. Fatalities and dangerous stages, even the environments, liabilities, stuff like that. And I don't know, it melds together to create something that's definitely uniquely American, right? That hyper macho gore, like over the topness of the 90s. Everything's edgy. This is the peak of edge. Deadly, right? bloody. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. The fatalities. And, you know, it's, also important to note this started the esrb right oh yeah 100 percent. and doom were the games that put that conversation in front of congress where we need to have a ranking system for these things so we know whether it's mature or not because movies have a rating board now games do because up to that point games are for kids you just buy oh, them. yeah and parents yeah. are finally saying what are our kids playing what are they watching what should they be playing and watching and yeah uh and you know again you have to think about the time and the interest at the time. Karate, mysticism, we've talked about this in the past. It was so different, so interesting. This wasn't something we were going to emulate. I wasn't going to a magic island where I was fighting with the old gods, you know, to reclaim the earth <laughs> realm, you know. So I think parents could sort of step back a little. Obviously, they weren't looking too deep into the content of the video games. And midway, you, you kind of have to yell at them a bit for not defending it enough and caving in. With Nintendo, they cut the blood out. You had to go to Sega to get that bloody first video game. So hmm. I don't know your guys' yeah. uh, past with that. Were you Sega or were you Nintendo? I was always Sega. And yeah, that's why I had to go with the Sega releases on these because they had the blood. They you felt, wanted the real blood. It felt more like the arcade experience. You were there for the fatalities. I mean, yeah, I'm not going to go emulate this. No, the, no, you couldn't. Yeah. The, the earliest games that I remember were always at friends' houses. I did not own on either the Super Nintendo or Sega a Mortal Kombat game. It was just the arcade, and 
you know, friends' houses. My first one was on the N64 the year it launched. I'm not even sure which one it oh, was. Oh, damn. I believe that was what Annihilation. Could have oh, been. that sounds right. Um, Annihilation's the second movie. Oh, that's right. <laughs> it could have been Mortal Kombat Trilogy or Mortal Kombat 4. The Mortal was Kombat the first, Trilogy is yeah, what it was. And Mortal Kombat 4 was oh, the I was first thinking of 3D Alliance. game. Oh, very um, cool. Um, Mortal Kombat 4 is also the last one to be in arcades, which is hmm. weird because the series has survived so long off the new releases. What's the most recent one you've played? Because I did play Mortal Kombat X, and I think it's awesome. I played oh, really? a demo of X, and then, I mean, if you count it, uh, Sub-Zero is one of my favorite characters in Injustice 2. And that's a whole nother <laughs> can of worms there because you have the Mortal Kombat, you know, developers also doing Injustice. They have the Turtles, but then on the flip side, Mortal Kombat, you have downloadable characters that is the Predator and Freddy and Jason Voorhees. Yeah, which, yeah. and there tuned. was DC vs. Mortal Kombat uh, in the mid-2000s. That's right. You know, so it's like they could just take this formula of a gritty fighter and they could just do all horror icons. Oh, I would love and that. And just have that as its own that game. Oh. Yeah, and you know, oh boy, Ash. Yeah, right. Yeah, Why Ash didn't he ever come uh, over, Jason? Just give me that. Maybe we'll talk more about that during horror months. We'll be getting into some of, some of that stuff, you know. But it's just cool that the current iteration of Mortal Kombat still feels brutal. It still feels gritty. It kind of is, you know, harkening back to what people remember about the original game, but just updated and. Because they got away from that. When Mortal Kombat 4, they introduced, you had different fighting styles and a weapon style, and it was in 3D. And I loved that. I loved when they started making you pop out the weapons, doing insane button mashing combos right. in order to do, like, you know, switching up your fighting style. Very frustrating as a kid, much easier as an adult. <laughs> yeah. People feel like the criticism is that's not Mortal Kombat, yeah, though. Sure. Um, and now it just you do have different fighting styles, but you choose them before the fight. You know, so you go into the battle, you choose your mode, which that's like Street Fighter. You have your A-ism, V-ism, X-ism, which determines how your specials build up. So it's a little bit like that. And then you just do the fights and it's just there's the critical hits and stuff like that. Yeah, the Mortal Kombat Kombat trilogy, which I think is the one that I had first. It was sort of first gen games on uh, the N64. I got that. Shadows of the Empire and... Oh, my God. Uh, what a bundle. Yeah, and Super Mario Brothers. Those were the first three games that we had, or Super Mario 64 or whatever. Yeah. And I remember, like, the stage change in Mortal Kombat Trilogy and, like, like just the sprites in general. I mean, it was so different. You didn't have anything like that. And you're talking specifically knocking people out of boundaries, mm-hmm. moving on Falling to different planes, like and going like, oh my yeah. god, and Even, like Mike mentioned before, it's just an environment of itself, you know, a deadly yeah. weapon against you. Who doesn't love the pit stage? I mean, the, the, the aesthetic was so metal. It was metal as fuck, and so was Doom. <laughs> like, Doom and Mortal Kombat were, like, metal, right, in the 90s. Oh, no. Can I go, can I real quick just give you guys my history with Mortal Kombat? Yeah, I want to paint a picture for you guys. This is how vivid this night is for me. The first time I ever came across Mortal Kombat. We were at the rich kid in the neighborhood's Christmas party. <laughs> I was, let's say, seven years old. Okay. Lights everywhere. I mean, this place is the coolest thing you've ever seen. First time I ever saw one of those plasma balls that you're touching with your finger, you know, with oh, yeah. the little electricity Spencer's coming to gifts. you. You're just thinking, wow, they have everything. You're <laughs> walking around. Money, have an electric yeah, ball. Yeah, exactly. Parents are having a good time. They're handing you hot chocolate with whipped cream in it. The first time I'd ever had what that before fuck? with whipped cream on top. And I'm thinking, okay, it cannot get better. I'm going to go up to this little prick's room. You know, we weren't good friends or anything. He was just the rich, kind of mean kid in the neighborhood. I go up there. And he has his own 
MK2 stand-up cabinet no in his bedroom, guys. No way. Young kids That's are surrounded him. just rich kid. Absolutely. And I just remember, it's not like we were poor as a kid, but just at that no, moment that thinking like, oh, there's a different bullshit. class. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There is a You've different got... type of people. And the look on people's face around him as he is just kicking their asses as reptile. I remember at that oh, moment yeah. just thinking like, Fuck! Like life can get a little better, and I guess I should start trying for that. <laughs> no. well, I'm fucking pushing thirty. I don't have any arcade in my ass. No, absolutely not. Hit him with a fatality and make no. sure he signs a contract <laughs> that you get that machine in the event of death. Put him in the will. But it stuck yeah. with me. I mean, I knew it was in like an adult thing. It was like you said the first time you saw a South Park episode. You know, like I knew I was seeing something where I could tell my brother later. We were playing this video game that was so bloody and so different and so weird and crazy that it just it, it just made you feel like a badass. Yeah, it really did. And like it had ninjas, it had the badass, you know, girl SWAT team, Sonya Blade, right? It had Kano, the edgy guy. Like it, the cast of characters is so besides the palette swap ninjas, but even the palette swaps feel unique. It's not like a shadow fighter in or an echo fighter in Smash Brothers. Sub-Zero and Scorpion play and feel much differently, oh, even absolutely. if they look so similar. Oh, well, yeah. and here's a, you said last kid in the room syndrome for Scorpion or, or Sub-Zero. Sub-Zero. Is that a Sub-Zero is cooler than Scorpion? Scorpion's cooler, in my opinion. That's interesting, See, I think Mike. that's a split. I'm a, I'm a Sub-Zero kid. I, You're a Sub-Zero kid. You just assumed he's the cooler one? No, no I had to play a Scorpion because Sub-Zero oh, was the cooler character. Sorry. Here's what I'll just say for Universal Liking. They love, get over here. Mortal Kombat Sub-Zero was a spin-off video game, one of the only oh, ones yeah, to yeah, actually yeah. get its own. I and that, that shows you right there that universally, the most popular character in the franchise, I would say other than Raiden. And he was also in you know, Injustice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So he has the most... He's, like, he's the face of the franchise. He's the Green Ranger. He has the most is legs. He, or is Liu Kang the face of the franchise? Liu Kang <laughs> dies at one point. I think Sub Zero. We'll talk about this in the are. movies. I think Liu Kang's like the most boring character on the planet. He's pretty so, milk toast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, so, all right. Tops and we'll bottoms. Tops that. and bottoms. Okay. I'm it hitting does. it right now. Tops and bottoms. Tops and bottoms. <laughs> Hip hop horns. Yeah, uh, so, <laughs> tops and bottoms for your Mortal Kombat characters. Who's the best? Who's the worst? And even throw it to games. I'll start. Sure. I'll go over here real quick. I love number four. I loved the feeling when they became 3D. I loved the feeling when the environment shifted on the 3D plane. Yep. When you could move left to right as well as forward and backwards. I thought that was so cool. Whipping out weapons. Before that, I was totally down with uh, animalities. You know, the beast modes. That happened by the time of like three by that world. And we should point out, by the way, here. Started in 1996. From that point on, every year a Mortal Kombat game came out. So, I mean, yeah, how much can they change? How much could they squeeze out? Again, in the history of Midway Games, they're going to declare bankruptcy at some point, become NetherRealms video games, and then get bought up by Warner Brothers Interactive Games Entertainment. So, you know, you're seeing a lot of shifting there. And that's why, of course, we get the crossover and the merging with the other the weird games, properties. Yeah, yeah exactly. But I, I, I'm a Raiden guy. I love playing as Raiden, whipping out that giant hammer in that N64 game made me feel like a badass. And bottoms, uh, any of the weird robots. Uh, do you guys remember in the second film when you see those dreadlock predator robots for the first time? Cyrax and Sector. Yeah, and yeah. just thinking I like, Cyrax I don't know. They're originally oh, named Ketchup and Mustard. Oh, cool. I believe it. <laughs> yeah. In development. Yeah. Cool. Red and no, yellow. I hate them. I think that's a hot take. Do you think Mortal Kombat 4 is the best? Because that's yeah. my bottom. That's really? my bottom too. Oh, interesting. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I think it's not serving what Mortal Kombat does. And I think 
they made reptile look so goofy too and that made me very so sad. that's the first oh, time he the gets unmasked. the reptile face yeah. yeah exactly yeah and actually the worst one is mortal kombat 9 my bottom is mortal kombat 9 reptile because he has like the long snout and he just looks Wait, like you just keep saying nine and stuff are these these are after they have dumb subtitles this right? is after armageddon and deception nine oh, okay. is the one right before x so it's the second most recent release. Oh, okay. Um, they call it Mortal Kombat. They just called it Mortal Kombat. Like, oh, that's the rebranding of the universe. Yeah, it was yeah. just Mortal Kombat. And then that's correct. They make game. We call it 2009. Now, Mike, yeah. can I argue? You're saying that's the best. I would say that leans so too nine much the into worst. the. Oh, I'm sorry. So you're saying the worst. My worst character is that reptile. Oh, okay. Because he looks like a lizard man with a long snout. He's too bestial. It yes. doesn't look like he could be hiding under a ninja mask. Yes. No, he's like, just like the lizard all of a no. sudden. No, and yeah. don't you guys think those games lean too much into the x-ray vision of, and I'm breaking your bones, and I'm smashing your that. face. That was like the oh, Deadly Alliance that? introduced that kind wow. of stuff. I think I'm not what, crazy about that's it. That's what Mortal I'm Kombat is to super me. Into yeah. that. Mortal I mean, Kombat is brutality. To me, it's I don't it's, dislike it. Sure, it's just not really sure. what I'm there for. But I for. like to see the death, the bones. You know, I like to see them kicked into the spikes. I, I don't necessarily need to see things X-ray cracking. Things, things, yeah. See, I like, love it because that aesthetic was so hot at the time. They made a Fight Club game, and the Fight oh, Club yeah. game stole that the aesthetic. The first game, it was called the Tao of Chi or something. There was a, a fighting game that was its own thing that was the first time I ever saw that X-ray vision oh, stuff. Cool. That's in the mid-2000s. Wow. Um, yeah, my top character... Mortal Kombat 2 Reptile. And bottom is Mortal Kombat 9 Reptile. So that's there. Oh, so you're a lover and hater of the Reptile. Yeah, you know, because like... I feel like they just did his character wrong in some costumes, and he's like, no, he's the worst now. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it just wasn't what I wanted. Nightwolf. He was the most unique of the ninjas at one point. At one point he was, yeah. And then you get Ermac stuff. But Nightwolf. I always liked the ninjas. (laughs) Nightwolf was a fan contest. But, um... It was a fan contest design. Nightwolf was. Oh, wow. It's cool. I believe it. Yeah. I love Nightwolf, though, so Joe, I can't really talk. Did we get your tops and bottoms, though? No, we have not. Um, tops and bottoms. Uh, Sub-Zero, Johnny Cage. You are Johnny Cage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, first off, yes, you um, should pick Johnny Cage. Put yeah, Johnny Cage and on. Sub-Zero. I think those two were, were my favorites. Um, Spindel. Oh, Sindel. Is my, or Sindel. Yeah. She's my bottom, not because I don't like her, but because she kicked my ass so hard. Hit me like with the that Mortal trilogy. Uh, she has a scream. She has the white hair. hair. She's she can grab you and she's whip the you. mom in the second film. In Mortal film. Kombat 2 yeah. film, yeah. yeah. But, um, she's not my favorite, or she's my bottom, not because I dislike her, but just she kicked my ass so hard in the Mortal Kombat trilogy. Yeah, yeah. Um, Did we- I didn't like when they added, like, Rain, purple rain. It's a reference to Prince. <laughs> yeah, it's a reference. I get to- that, but and like smoke, rain, no, and hold on. You should talk about Noob Saibot real quick. Yeah, too, Noob Saibot would be the point. To they bring can all fuck. Yeah. All right, yeah. So Noob Saibot, his name is Tobias Boone, and um, <laughs> the creators uh, they basically just switch their names backwards. So Boone backwards is Noob, and Tobias is Sabot. So they just the creators of the game just switch their names. Yeah. Well, what kind of character is that? Is that cool? <laughs> you know what I mean? Did you I guys wonder, get Game Informer? I mean, that was a cool trivia that I would yeah. read as a kid or obsess yeah. over it's PlayStation It's a cool trivia. Magazine it's not a cool basis like, for oh, a character. No, but yeah. is that where the word noob comes from? I don't think it is, but that's my first time that's running into first, it. Right? Oh, it and he would always is. whip your ass. Yeah. So is that a noob? Someone who can't yeah. beat Noob Saber? Well, you say that. Smoke would always whip my ass. Well, Noob was a secret fight, and so was Smoke. Yeah. yeah. Right. They were both, like, secrets in there. And I think... Rain, um... 
Yeah, there's me, another one I'm forgetting. Ermac. Ermac, yeah. All those ninjas. Was Ermac the orange or yellow? Well, here's he was red. Here's uh. here's my thing. Um, <laughs> I think the ninjas all get way cooler in Mortal Kombat 10. They all become more unique. Like, oh, do they do like actual stuff? Yeah, like Ermac basically becomes like a apprentice of Shao Kahn or Shang Tsung. So he's like so he's, he's like, like bad boy. He's a bad boy who's doing um like necromancy and yeah, stuff so he has more magic power okay see that's kind of cool uh, so they diversify them but when they were just yeah. palette swaps maybe and that was my last experience with them it was all in the of 2d characters games. was in yeah the 2d games uh, my bottom game is um mortal kombat 4 because it the the technology wasn't there yet for it to be what you wanted it to be and it just fails miserably and then by the time they move to it more successfully it's like well yeah that's what every other game is at this point so it makes sense yeah but and they had to be sold off after that yeah and special forces and stuff like oh that's the worst but there was some good things like out of the sub-zero solo game you got i like the sub-zero and i think frost is so cool i think she's a great character frost That was oh, yeah. um that was and one of those Sub-Zero's games. Sub Zero's little brother, very cool. Yeah. That was a uh, a blockbuster get for me, where it was like, oh, I love fucking Sub Zero. He freezes stuff. He's the coolest. I think. And then that game came out, and it was like, oh, a Mortal Kombat game where you're not just fighting, you have other stuff to do. Yeah, but a the game I downfall of Special Forces, you're just Sonya Blade doing badass missions and stuff. It's like, eh, I you think know, that's principle getting away from what Mortal Kombat <laughs> yeah. was. I think it's fun actually, really, to go down and just talk about other random characters that pop into our heads, though, because. You know, there's a lot like Kano. I love Kano, like especially because of the movie version of him. We'll talk about that later. But he's yeah. just such a shit heel. I mean, just to, you, yeah. you know so much about him just by looking at him. Australian pirate with a cyborg face. Yeah, <laughs> got it. That's all. <laughs> he who decides like, like I'm human, but I'm going to serve Outworld. Yeah, you know? Outworld. And that those are the realms, right? We yeah. have Outworld and Earth Realm, and then basically the tournament is to determine yes. who takes control, right? And this mythology really started to flesh out as the games went on and on. And um, there is a deep mythology, actually. Oh, yeah, you absolutely. don't really see it because it's all in text. Like you have to read it yeah. in the original arcade releases. Obviously, there's no FMVs or anything. It's just a still image with the character endings that tell you what the story is. So yeah. that's why parents don't know what the game is about. <laughs> no, <laughs> but neither did I. You know, I, I understood there was some tournament punch, punch, thing. Punch, down, yeah. Down. I'm gonna fight now. Yeah, just fight and you know, don't let them beat you up. Well, what do you guys think is the coolest special move? Because I would say Johnny Cage's shadow kick. As a regular special, I think definitely get over here, Scorpion. Uh, Come on, it's so iconic. Yeah, hey, that's but cool. what yeah, is but it? In freezing mind, people is way cooler than no, me. No, but yes, but in my mind, like, what is it? What is Scorpion? He would shoot a needle out of his arm, a spear, pull you over to him, and then his finishing move was he would reveal that he had just had a skeleton He's head that shot fire out of it. Yeah, exactly. He's Ghost Rider. I can't. That's too much. A Hollywood Too superstar who can shadow kick. That makes so much more he had sense. The uppercut. <laughs> I think yeah. Sub Zero, his teleport, his backflip where he creates the ice clone that. is yeah. a better, cooler I move. I dare than anybody to fireball. try to beat Joe when the he's ice doing fireball. That move. Yeah. I yeah. love that move so much. Because freezing people is cool, but it's just reused fireball. The fact that he could create a clone. The, you know, I thought that the was clone, and then also at some point they introduced the fall backwards, teleport to the other side through ice. That yeah, really cool. and Scorpion ice can slide. teleport as well. The ice slide is great. Scorp- uh, Reptile has a slide move as well. Reptile has two slow-moving projectiles. So he, he releases an acid ball, and one will move slow, one will move fast, depending on which punch button you do. So you can like zone people with a different speed. And doesn't he breathe fire as well? No, he breathes acid. Oh, yeah, that's he right. spits acid. Yeah, so I, I like I like his, uh, his acid ball because it, it moves at two different speeds, so you can kind of 
fake people out with it. But then you get stuff like the babalities and animalities. Friendships. That are in the friendships, the friend friendalities, <laughs> that are just such a parody. I mean, that's the series losing its way for sure. Oh, see, I love that. I disagree. Really? Yeah. yeah, to me, that's them acknowledging what the series it's is. It's like, just go crazy, jam on every button. What do we even yeah. care is what you guys think. Here's what I think. They got so much criticism from the ESRB and stuff creating the ESRB and the parents are like this is it's too violent fine but they're just babies. Like, you yeah. can make friends with them we don't <laughs> tell you cool. to kill them fine babies yeah babies. turn them into a babies babies I gotta keep that drop on hand yeah. <laughs> anytime we talk about babies hey, can we talk about I think we should get us a soundboard in here <laughs> <laughs> I would never stop hey normies the hit us on the Patreon we're gonna get it started at some <laughs> yeah. point yeah, to cover that. But yeah, uh, the animalities were great because Liu Kang's fatality was turning into a dragon. And then there was rumors that Scorpion could turn into a scorpion. Yeah, and then yeah. there was like, let's just do that. Fine. Everyone could turn into whatever they want. It's dumb. And that's why the second movie is great because they show us that. No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they embrace all that weird dumb shit. Yeah, I think that's them just as developers. They're like Matt Stone and Trey Parker. Like, you know what? You want to criticize me? Fuck you then. Here. Here it is. You can be friends with them. You can make them babies. It's just dumb at this point. Yeah. I thought that was super fun. I think Cabal is a great character from Mortal Kombat 3. He's the guy with the hook swords and he wears the oxygen mask. You remember oh, that yeah, guy? Yeah, yeah, Okay. He, he's got an oxygen mask and like he has Chinese like hook swords. Suit. Totally lost on that one. Oh mm-hmm. man, he's awesome. You got to look up a picture of him. But All right. So your favorite Mortal Kombat character that's going to stump someone at the table. Go. That'll stump somebody. That'll yeah. stump somebody. Hey, you don't remember that one. It's not going to be Jack. Yeah, Cabal definitely stumped be, you. Uh, yeah, but we said like Noob Saba. Chameleon. The one that I pulled out. But he's not a fighter. You don't play Like as... Reptile, really? There he's was? another one of Reptile's race, but you don't play as him. Oh. So like he's just kind of like a weird side character. I wouldn't count that. Huh. No, I don't know. I don't have a good one. Um, there, go, how about Gorita? What was the female oh, Goro? That was oh yeah, yeah. Shiva. That's Shiva. Shiva. Yeah, Shiva. I think Scarlet. Oh, totally I think sense. Scarlet is one that would stump people. I don't know who that is. Scar- exactly, stumped you guys. Scarlet is a palette <laughs> swap of katana that was rumored like a red uh, katana because cool. there was a green one, sure. Jade, later in the yeah. Jade I katana Jade and sure. uh, Milana. Uh, yeah, Melina. No, she, Milana, first lady. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Milana, yeah. she come now. Uh, and then Scarlet was rumored, and then they actually added Scarlet as a DLC for Mortal Kombat X. So she was like a fan construct that was brought in the game. So was cool. Ermac. Was people in fan. Nether Realms were literally just clicking on blogs like, oh, people think this. Should we just throw it in? Yeah, <laughs> let's do it. Exactly right. That's where Ermac came from. There was a line of code. It was like Air Macro, but it said Ermac underneath Reptile. If you looked in the code, like, there's another character named Ermac. There must be. And so they're like, fuck it, there is. Let's and they put just, him yeah, in. Made you did Ninja. It. I love it. I love it. Um, and I love the new game, Mortal Kombat X. They add characters like Aaron Black, who's like a gunslinger, and he's like really cool with his six shooters. And like, there's the story mode makes you play with every character. I don't mm. know if Injustice does it. It does. Yeah. So it does that same, but not with those characters. Well, but you know, with the um, Injustice universe characters. But thank yeah. God for him, though, right? Because they would have never had the courage to turn that around and adapt to the entire DC universe in this format of games if they hadn't crossed well, over with Well, it started with, with 2008's Mortal Kombat vs. DC. Versus and DC in that, you, there's a story mode where you play both as DC and Mortal Kombat characters. 
Yeah, and as a franchise where it's about a realm trying to take over another, there's no so reason why weird. it wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, why it wouldn't cross you into another realm? Anything. Sure, it could move into different worlds. Yeah. Where Jason comes out and stabs you with a machete. I mean, that doesn't bug you guys at all. It can be anything. I mean, yeah, I think it's it fun. doesn't. It's it, like Tekken. It's like uh, Soul Calibur. Soul Calibur they did got the crazy. Same thing yeah, they exactly. Tekken has New Japan Pro Wrestling tie-ins. Oh, now. really? Yeah, it's cool. crazy. You can get Bullet Club outfits and stuff for your wow. fighters. Yeah, it's pretty wild. So they're leaning into it too. Um, I'd I love to th- uh, Mortal Kombat X. I just think um, the way they did the story mode of where you have to play as each character. So what is the story then? So the story is basically they're trying to like outworld. Like there's people in there trying to like rebel against the shit. And so there's a guy, Kobol Khan. He's like Shao Khan, but more badass. <laughs> He's trying to lead his own army to do go against the Elder God's wishes and stuff. So. There's all these factions trying to backstab Earthrealm people, etc. Super pale, weird necromancers. Yeah, basically, and I think uh, Chinook is coming back to try to take everything over. So there's a bunch of factions trying to vie for the takeover of Outworld and then Earth. But um, it's just rad the way they make tell the story through making you play as other characters and learn their move sets. It helps you become more well rounded when you go into versus mode too. So yeah, um, I mean that's the one thing. Like this, this series was definitely. You know, a, a, a co-op experience. I mean, you were playing with other people mostly. Oh, yeah. You weren't beating up CPUs. You were beating up your buddies and saying, you know, look at how badass this yeah. character is. Look at how much blood you're spitting If you can out. pull off the fatality, it's the ultimate insult to injury, yeah. right? which I could never do, by the, the actually way. The ultimate insult is just the infinite low sweeps that you can do <laughs> in the original yeah. game because it's like an error in like how fast the stand-up animation is. I'll tell you what. I could never do fatalities. I could also never do the destroy the block challenge that they would have you do. Test your mic. Between. Test your mic. Yeah. Good memory. Button mic. mashing, yeah. Just button mash like crazy. Crazy mom uh, uh, or son, why are your fingers covered in blisters? <laughs> oh, no testing reason. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. testing my might. <laughs> in my room, testing my might. <laughs> if you're going to test your might, do it in your room. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, th- th- there was weird mini games too, you know, and then like everything started becoming spelled with a K. Like you go yeah. to the crypt, which is where all your uh, unlockables were and everything like that. My, it evolved with the times, which, you know, not a lot of game series can say that. Right, I think it peaked, it dipped, and then now it's kind of back to where it, it belongs. Um, it's sort of like in the Power Rangers episode, like the comics are taking that distilled essence of what we enjoyed and like turning it up to 11. That's what the newest Mortal Kombat game is to me. It's taking what that brutality with the x-ray moves. I know Colin kind of doesn't like those, but I like that there's like <laughs> x-ray moves that happen in the round and then there's a fatality also so it's just like that hyper violence you know that's what mortal kombat got known for and they're really leaning into that even by oh, bringing in Jason. it yeah. yeah so i think that's that's you know for the games that's kind of my my thesis on you know mortal kombat is about being brutal feeling brutal but also it's kind of goofy so that's why you get some of the friendships and animalities yeah it's got camp to it i mean like they're ninjas with powers yeah i mean come on he shoots ice yeah and i strongly disagree i think scorpion is way cooler than sub-zero but that's well why he doesn't even look like a human what whoa 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 is that species (laughs) that species he's he's ghost rider like he spits fire he's he's metal he's metal as hell Yes, I'd rather be a cool boy. Guys, here's cool my potty. thesis. <laughs> here's my thesis on Jim. the games. Uh, yes, yes. I'm jealous. You know, I get so jealous of the Injustice games. Give me some Marvel games exactly like that. Uh, you see a lot of the Marvel tournaments and champions. Everything. Oh, I know. Tell me about it. It's <laughs> uh, not going to stop them from trying. <laughs> but they will try. But yes. Uh, uh, the Injustice games are so freaking good. 
Um, they adapt that universe so well. We see them inspiring things. Zack Snyder came out last year and said that his proposed five-film trilogy was headed towards, and we know this because of the nightmare sequence, quote-unquote, in BVS, towards an evil Superman akin to Injustice. He said he was inspired by that universe. Uh, I just think it's so interesting. The comics for that have been so cool and so interesting. Oh, yeah, a lot going Um, on there. Yeah, just a really cool way to fill out that universe. I would love to see the Mortal Kombat world uh, absorb a million other things. I would love to see them get the same treatment that Injustice gets, you know, uh, give them much better comic books than they're getting just to (laughs) headline our feelings on that. Yeah. Uh, So that's kind of my feelings on them. I agree with you. I mean, I think Mike's kind of inspired me to like, I got to check out Mortal Kombat X. Yeah, there's some hot ones I missed on, I guess. It's very, very good. I mean, besides that, because me, I'm similar to you, Joe, where... I love the 2D ones. And then once it hit Mortal Kombat yeah. 4, it kind of turned me off. This, it feels like that. Like that visceralness, the camp. It's like they returned back to their roots and just cranked it up to the 2018 standard of graphics. Or, you know, hmm. it's Joe, great. There's a character on that one we haven't even mentioned. We keep making the Jason joke. You can play as an alien xenomorph. I mean, how fucking You can play as the Predator. In oh, X. my God. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. DLC, Predator, Jason Voorhees, and uh, the Xenomorph. All right, How well, cool is we that? We got to get like a game of the year edition where Ooh, we just have it all. That's the problem with fighting games nowadays is everything is a DLC yeah. roster. I fucking yeah. hate that. I think you that's terrible out. business. That's how fighting games make their money now. Uh, Injustice 2, we bought like the ultimate season pass year edition just so we, because we knew there were like, I think 10 characters they added after the yep. fact. Oh, and you know they're going to do that bullshit. Yeah. Same thing with Mortal Kombat. There's like old characters that they didn't put in originally that come with it, you know. But there's some new characters that are good. I mentioned Aaron Black. There's also Devorah or something. She's like a outworld lady who controls like bugs. She's like a bug woman. Oh, she has like poison now. abilities and stuff like that. So there's a lot there if you haven't played one in a while. I think that, And you like Injustice, you're going to like Mortal Kombat X. Yeah. Um, really similar engines, I would assume, based on the fact same that they had tied engine. over. Yeah, literally yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it has yeah. that same graphic and that weight to the combat. Because we had DC versus Mortal Kombat in college. Colin played yep. that game a lot. 360, baby. Yeah. Nice. Well, I think that's the games. Shortly after the first two games were coming out and being a huge phenomenon, there was a movie. So I think we should talk about probably what I would argue is the best video game movie of all time. Oh, my God. <laughs> the Mortal Kombat motion picture. All right, we're back, and I am ready to hear why you, Mike, think that the best video game movie (laughs) is Mortal Kombat. Yes, okay, so I know you're a Super Mario Brothers, the movie guy, so... (laughs) No, 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 Joe loves Assassin's Creed. (laughs) (laughs) Big Michael Fassbender. I don't know a bigger Michael Fassbender. Let's quickly, for, 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 you know, like, to put things in perspective, Joe, what's your favorite... Uh, video game movie. Oh, it's Super Mario Brothers. That's I'll right. Stand by that. I, I was right, Colin. <sighs> yeah, I mean, on the spot of that, I, I'm. I cannot think of a better one. One that I love. I don't Doom? know. No. no. I, something dumb like Final Fantasy: The Spirits. <laughs> oh god, something like right. that. Yeah, I don't know. See, there's not a big pool yeah. of success here. So, Mortal Kombat the movie is the best video game movie of all time because 
it captures what the game is. It's a tournament for the survival of the realm. It's mostly fighting. The characters are characterized the way they are in the game. It feels the most like the experience of the game watching the movie. And the least like a movie. <laughs> yeah, and if you watch it in HD, because I watch it on VHS, but when you watch it on Netflix, you see the locations, that sprawling island. It looks like they're in some otherworldly yeah. place. It feels like the game. And Double Dragon, yeah, they punch and kick, and it's Double goofy. Dragon. Which, that was filmed in Cleveland, shout out. But, oh, I didn't know that. Hey, by yeah. contrast, I'll say as well, Street Fighter, super boring. Not much fighting yeah, in John claude right. film. <laughs> and then maybe Silent Hill is close, because it does oh, have you know that what? atmosphere. Maybe that's my favorite, oh, The actually. longer we talk about it, the better movies come yeah. up. Yeah, uh, the you, second Silent Hill, I really enjoyed, actually. Yeah, there's not too many beyond that, though. It's um, like Michelle Williams or something like that. No, right? it's a girl that looks a lot like her. Uh -oh. Boy, wouldn't that make it great, though? <laughs> no, that's has, uh, added credibility that doesn't exist. Yeah, and then it's not like it has Dennis not. Hopper, Bob Hoskins. <laughs> that's or true. John Leguizamo. <laughs> I mean, I don't know any of the actors in Mortal Kombat Christopher the movie. Lambert as Raiden, the Highlander himself. I mean, come on. A man who that's in right. these fight scenes would not wear his glasses and would swing a sword at you and almost cut people's fingers off. <laughs> that's what they needed on the set in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> but to be fair, like you said, Mike, the rest of them, I mean, they're doing their job. They're characterized like they are in the video game, which is a fighting video game. Yeah, and it, they, they can be one-dimensional because that's what they're supposed to be. Yeah. And, you know, it, it feels like the game. And I think that's why it's the most successful. Yeah. And, and it, we don't like it when they're three-dimensional and they move around. No, <laughs> stop that. Yeah. So it's on Netflix right now. Uh, let's talk about it, though. Yes. You guys remember the first time you saw this film? Did you see it in theaters? In theaters. Wow, a, really? A sleepover. Local theater. Okay. Um, there was a trailer for a movie. They let you sleep movie. over in the theater? Yeah, it was really nice. Was, we rented it out. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> no, it was a, yeah, some some dumb kid's birthday party. Not this dumb kid, but you know another one another that one. I was going to. Um, local theater, everyone hopped up on fucking Mountain Dew and candy oh, sure. and going to watch this movie and just being like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, and you said nobody's in it, Mike. I mean, obviously you see Bridget Wilson, who's the actress who plays Sonya Blade in it, most known to our generation as the super fine teacher in Billy Madison. Oh, she was in Billy Madison. You're right. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. I mean, uh, you weren't thinking okay. that in the theaters. I remember as a kid watching it and thinking like, oh my God. So if you want to see her get booted in the gut by an Australian man with no shirt, <laughs> this is the movie for you. And there were a lot of dumb rumors when we were kids about this film. Like, I knew for a fact, and this is all over stupid IMDb trivia, if you guys want to check this out, uh, that Tom Cruise was up for Johnny uh, Cage, Cage, Johnny yeah. Cage, which totally made sense. I mean, a hot shot, cocky actor. It's very akin to him. Uh, Steven Spielberg, a video game fan, yeah, was rumored to want to direct this film, and in fact, he was very interested. He owned a bunch of video game cabinets in his uh, in his house. Uh, wow. Something he claimed, you know, a very early interest in video games, a reason that he should have directed Ready Player One. And there's a uh, a cameo, well, not really a cameo, but a nod to that in the movie where we see Johnny Cage on set. And they show the director, and he's looks exactly wearing the like Steve him. Spielberg costume. He's got the hat, the glasses. The yep, that is like one of my favorite scenes in all of cinema. It's like, where do you get these guys? <laughs> I'm gonna go to my trailer. I'm gonna get a gun, and I'm gonna shoot myself for being in your movie. And Spielberg's like, you're killing me, Johnny. You're killing Johnny. me, Johnny. <laughs> and the idea that an actor in the middle of shooting could get a flyer invitation, Chinese scroll, to yep. a death combat tournament on a secret hidden island. Does Best that movie. make sense? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he is, he's worried that people are going to think 
he's not doing his a own legitimate stunts. actor yeah, or a, a legitimate, legitimate martial, martial artist. artist he's in movies he's not a legitimate martial <laughs> yeah, artist sir do you know what a movie is yeah, so it, if I go fight strange. to the death people will really take me seriously yeah. <laughs> that's what it's gonna take um, also this movie introduced me to the concept of CGI because I remember seeing a feature very bad CGI Whoa. right but you know you great know back then great climatics though yeah yeah and they oh had, the Goro scene yeah, yeah absolutely Goro well Goro is our suit Goro's a oh, suit. Oh, really? Yeah. Suit, and then in the in the wides, I'm pretty sure it's, it's clay. Some wides are clay, yeah. Um, but the CG, like, I remember when Liu Kang is fighting the reptile monster, he's just holding nothing. And I remember seeing a featurette of, like, <laughs> whoa, there's nothing there. And, like, I, that just, like, as a person who's now into film, you know, like, that was kind of sparked my brain, like, understanding, like, so there's stuff that's not there that they have to make up. Like, oh, and those understanding early conversations technique. with actors where you would have to say to Liu Kang, wrestle with nothing. We're yeah. going to put it in. It will make sense. Yeah, so kind of waking me up to that was pretty awesome. And there's such good set pieces. Right now we're watching in the background, and when Johnny Cage shadow kicks into <laughs> hell, it's just insane. Okay, so we're watching it in the background. I just want to say, so in our review for this, I threw it on Netflix late last night. Guys, this is one of those films. One, it is always on Netflix. Two, I hit play on it. It started on this scene. The introduction of Sub-Zero and Scorpion versus uh, each of them. The the split up where they go and then fight each other. Exactly. Uh, And I just watched it from there and I I feel like I didn't miss a thing. I've seen it so many times. I didn't need to see the early stuff with Liu Kang's brother, which I think goes fucking nowhere. That goes goes fucking nowhere and he gets a note and the note literally (laughs) just says... Brother dead, come home. Brother dead. And with those (laughs) weird CG skies. I mean, Mike, you're talking about early special effects. They would put those filters on. I mean, it's not day for night. They're literally trying to make very bizarre, weird outside effects. Uh, And using CGI in such a strange, stupid way, it made it awesome to me. Because it made it feel unreal like a video game. And I will say one thing about CGI is I think Scorpion's harpoon looked like garbage. It had a mouth. When it it licks, it just like... like, is a snake that yeah. comes to life. I remember what? being like, well, no, 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 that's not what that's like. Yeah. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't even think that was anything. I yeah. thought that yeah. was really dumb. Other than that, though, I think it holds up. Um, remarkably well. I think it <laughs> oh, does yeah. hold up. Tell us about it. It does. Not, it does. The, not the CG, but like the action's good. It's still iconic. I mean, I, 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 it's it's the best video game movie. It most feels like the game. I love it. I it think. most feels like a game. I'll give it that. And it's got Hakeem the Machine from WMAC Masters. Hey, who knows about that reference? <laughs> I, I, I that was don't. a Saturday morning TV show with a bunch of martial artists. And it was like they were in a contest where they went through stages <laughs> oh of fighting God. random putties. But it was like live action. <laughs> and um, Hakeem Whoa. the Machine was one of the characters. It's the guy that Liu Kang fights on the beach. Oh, very cool. So Crazy. that's the only name of an actor that I did know, and it's not even his real name. That's <laughs> just his name from another thing. Um, There's I mean, so many the, one-liners, too, but anyway, go ahead, Joe. The, the experience of it is something I'll, I'll remember, you know, like a, a kid's birthday party, like hopped up on fucking sugar going to see this movie that was literally just like, fight. Get ready to watch a movie where people fight. Oh, and yeah, that's what and you just want. leaving that theater like... Oh, yeah. And these people, you know, Another these are thing, iconic the B actors. You know, the guy who plays uh, Shao Kahn is the name of the villain. Shao. Yeah, Shao believe, Kahn in the I second believe, film. Right. Or Shang Tsung. Or Shang Tsung in this film. I'm yeah, sorry. I'm talking about the uh, Asian-American actor who yeah, plays yeah. Shang Tsung. I mean, he was a guy who was in the bad guy as the Phantom, you know, the pirate at the end, the mm-hmm. movie of my life. I love the Phantom. I mean, he would pop up in like the shadow. I mean, he was the bad guy in everything. Big Trouble in Little China, I'm pretty sure he's in a couple scenes. 
I'm trying to figure out what that guy's name is because yeah, he's in he's in a lot of stuff. Yeah, he was oh, like yeah. very that iconic guy, B actor, especially for that era. Oh he's yeah, yeah. Everything. where they just fill him in with the coolest bad guys, good guys that you could ever want. They just pit them against each other. The fight scenes are cool. When Sonya gets revenge against Kano, I just remember being satisfied as a child that about speech, that. Man, I don't even know anything about that relationship. <laughs> he's like, put a smile on your partner's face, though. Oi, when yeah. I killed him, <laughs> yeah. and it's like, and he's, and he's like dying, and yeah. at one point he's like struggling, yeah. and he like spits on her leg oh yeah and it's like and as a kid i'm just like, it in the kind of like this guy is such like <laughs> use those thighs it, yeah. girl even when he's Crush dying him. yeah <laughs> use those come on babies girl give me a break uh, give me a break okay <laughs> classic scene there's uh, a lot of classic we ones just watched uh, johnny cage sign the autograph and throw it down just like he would in the no. just game. like his finale no this is the tragedy of scorpion he found the autograph on scorpion's body it said to my number one fan so scorpion <laughs> was a johnny cage <laughs> yeah. fan in this pulls, universe pulls it out of his pocket yeah. as he's dying but, yeah, really, out. really really full uh like skull-faced fan. Well, he got corrupted in, in theory. He got, <laughs> yeah, he's a big, I think you're legit, Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People say you don't do it. I know you could do it. But yeah. we're cutting around now. We're seeing again Luke Cage. I just want to, or Luke Kang. I just want to yeah. bring this up again. Just such a boring protagonist. Yeah, you, so you, you, you teased the, it in the video. He's games. on the so quest for the death of his brother. Uh, oh, he can shoot the fireball. I'm going to turn into the dragon. We get all that stuff in the second film. In this first one, I mean, it's just him and Johnny Cage. A great love triangle with Sonya. I mean, classic stuff you would love in a 90s movie. That was more interesting. The character himself, just an absolute loser. You do not care about that final fight at all. No. Yeah, I mean... Most of the time I've watched this movie, I've been way too drunk by the final yeah. fight. So oh, I absolutely. Oh, I heard Mike was saying earlier uh, that the second film is one of his Netflix fall asleeps. He's probably seen the first 20 minutes a thousand times. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel about yeah, all these yeah, movies. Yeah. I do not make it to the third act quite often. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, you know, Liu Kang, he's a little milk toast flat. Like, his brother dying is just his reason to go to the no! tournament. You abandoned the temple. But, you know, <laughs> he, he went on to do so. He was in Beverly Hills Ninja and stuff, oh, too. Oh, really? Chris oh, he does. He plays the brother movie. with Chris Farley. You yeah, guys are absolutely yeah, yeah. So he did some right. stuff. Yeah. He's, he's kind of like Ernie Ray's. Like, he was in a lot yeah. of stuff. He was like <laughs> that martial arts guy. He was, was a, ninja. he was in a lot of, like, weird campy <laughs> movies, right? Yeah. But, yeah, he's kind of flat here. I'm watching this more for the other characters. Like, I like seeing Scorpion. I like seeing Sub-Zero freeze the yes. dude and then get frozen. Spoiler alert. Like, And oh. that's it. Yeah. They're in and out so fucking fast. They Absolutely. get one fight each. Yeah. Sure, but even but beyond that, fight. you know the characters so well from the video games. And again, it gives you nothing beyond like the names and what they look like. But in the second film, I remember elbowing my dad in the theaters. That's Jax. Oh my God, he's getting the arm things. Yeah. Who fucking cares? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> that's like nothing. It, you know, it's the stupidest payoffs in the world, but it just means the world to you. We, we covered the shit out of the first one. Yeah, let's compare let's and a little bit about I annihilation. Love I love that it picks up immediately after the first Honestly, one. that's a very smart choice yeah. and very cool. Yeah, very cool. But that's the only cool thing about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what if the tournament ended and then they still said, no, fuck, fuck you. It. Yeah. We're still coming for Earth, right? They swap out uh, Christopher Lambert to James Remar, great character actor from The Warriors, uh, and most known as Dexter's stepdad, uh, Harry, who teaches him the code of not killing people. Um, weird to go. You know, again, Raiden, sort of the 
Japanese or Asian god of lightning and yeah, thunder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, to Christopher Lambert, a French actor, that let alone does not make sense. James Remar makes absolutely no sense. No. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, and then he gets the haircut, he becomes mortal. I liked all that as a kid, but watching it as an adult, you you just scratching your head the entire. You got movie. Motaro. Let's talk about some of the cheesy stuff we get here, and it's right in the beginning <laughs> when they open up the rift and I they won't. come to. Because I've seen the first twenty five minutes Jesus of this a thousand Christ, times. Like, they, they open up the rift and bring in all the new baddies. So you have Ermac, you have Rain, you have Sindel, and you have Motaro. And they're Motaro. just literally standing next to each other in a lineup. They That's what I remember up. of it. They just step out and go, we're the bad guys. We need yeah. like, what? <laughs> Hello, here we are. <laughs> we're, we're like less than one minute in. <laughs> and they're here. And then uh, they kill Johnny Cage just yeah. straight up. Yeah, yeah. fucking, I, I was out. Scarred me as a kid. Yeah, because you're yeah. Johnny Cage yeah. boy, yeah. yeah. Um, and... Then you have Shao Kahn with his skull mask, uh, Billy Zane looking motherfucker, you know. Yeah. But it's not Who Billy was Zane. he? As a kid, I would tell people, I was like, that's Arnold. And they'd say, no, no. I don't think so. I'd be like, <laughs> it's not Well, Colin. yeah, it must be. Like, Proved look at his not. weird body and his skull mask. It must be Arnold. <laughs> well, no, that doesn't no. mean anything. No, that's terrible. So, so you got Motaro, who, if you don't know who Motaro is, he is a centaur. So Goro, cool. Probably my Centaur, least favorite character. Lame. He is yeah. very lame. And he's very cheap, too. He'd fuck you up in the games. Um, oh, he'd kick my he'd get you in a corner. Not a lot of it. people like Rain. Rain just gets killed. He's just there as background. He doesn't do anything. He fails, and the Emperor has to make an example of someone. It feels like everyone in that movie is just there, though. So who's the main cast who returns? We get we get Robin Cho and the woman who played Katana. And Sub-Zero comes back as the younger brother of Sub-Zero. Yes, which but it's is very not the strange same to avenge his brother, but also to be a good guy. Everyone else got recast. Yeah. So we only have Katana and Liu Kang remaining. Oh, yeah. Even the character who plays Jax in the first film is not the not same, the same. And the He's in one, one scene. Yeah, he has exactly. one line oh, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Don't get on that boat, Sonya. Oh, no. You got on that boat. Well, and, and you yeah. say, like, oh, they all got replaced. But they, they even set him up. They make it out. They set him up in the first film, though. I give him credit for that. But, yeah, Jax is a different guy. You have... Um, Ketchup and mustard. The cyber ninjas are in this, right? Um, Cy- Cyrax and Sector. I thought they were fun in the games, but who yeah. does the fight in the movie in the compound against the robot? Is Jax. it Jax? Jax yes. fights, I believe. He the gets him on. One. He's not believing in himself. He's relying on the technology. That's going to be his through line through the film. Eventually, he's going to shake those bad boys off and still somehow punch the ground. Dumbo the man, earthquakes, which he is never incredible. needed those. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I, not I don't the know. fight of Minotaur. I'm not really sure how the power centaur. of the human champions, quote unquote, works. Uh, you know, because the other realm inhabitants are literally gods. There is a council <laughs> of them who. Or, choices. or just physiologically yeah, I I like no superior yeah. like i control yeah, magic. aliens <laughs> <laughs> or i have four arms yeah. and you cannot stop me yeah, right? fuck your forearms but you, those are five hundred dollars sunglasses asshole <laughs> yeah weird um so the second one is very very cheesy and like there's a weird thing where they're in that sphere that travels through the underneath of the world do you remember this oh absolutely yeah <laughs> it's the coolest scene Vain. in the film it's a gyro ball yeah, yeah the second one we is need to trash. get to this other side of the planet Nightwolf's oh, okay. in the second one so let's in night wolf and so <laughs> that's luke kang's journey he needs to harness his inner power animality yeah yeah and then they do the animalities it's really it's like it's like if harry hausen was super they drunk do it for a second yeah yeah and then these were the monsters it's like it looks worse than like <laughs> anything Harryhausen ever did like 50 years before that like the, oh yeah the claymation is really bad for the it's clash of the titans so i guess to look at it like this mortal kombat 1 is my favorite video game movie of all time mortal kombat 2 is arguably one of the worst video game movies of all time so they really <laughs> fell off the cliff there first yeah. to worst for you first to yeah, worst exactly sure. um so that's my opinions on that otherwise we had you know the animated uh 
you know, series. There was an animated, animated series, film. which was the first adaptation. Guys, it came out before the movie. They jumped on this and said, let's make this a cartoon. People like this series. Let's get it out. Then we had a web series pitch in 2006. That's right. Went very interestingly. It did get picked up and got turned into a very short run series, which was very popular. I never yeah. checked that series out, though. It's almost a lot like we talked about the Power Slash Rangers. Yeah. It's very similar. Very it's like gritty, that. you know, cool reboot. Throw a dark filter on it. Make people curse. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, is fine. That's what I want out of like Mortal Kombat stuff. Legacy or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember there was like some through line where like Sonya was looking for some criminal and Reptile was supposed to be like a serial killer and Scorpion was in it somehow. It was like very, very gritty. Um, which is a cool uh, way yeah, to they're look. they're like serial killers. But it's an interesting way to do the universe. It's not really the fighting tournament, which was kind of weird to me to put these characters in a different scenario, but the tone of it looked cool, and they did get kind of that short run. Yeah, good for them. Yeah, I I, I think you peak with the original Mortal Kombat movie. It's shot just enough camp, just enough one-liners. It feels tonally just like the game did, kind of like, a, eh, fuck you, we're having fun. And so we should say this. Yeah. James Wan... Yes. New line director over at Warner Brothers who has just reinvented the horror game. And fucking doing Aquaman. Oh, absolutely. About to knock it out with Aquaman. Is attached as a producer for a hard R Mortal Kombat reboot film. Now, really? what does that mean? What do you guys want? Do you think it will see the light of day? Because this is something I think like the He-Man movie, quote unquote, Masters of the Universe, where it's just something that'll just never happen. Nope. You kick it around, you try. It's just too hard to bring to modern audiences. Well, we're right in the nostalgia pocket for Mortal Kombat to come back, I think. Um, you get you get Ryan Reynolds to be Johnny Cage, and I think you Ooh, got something. Oh, my God, Mike. That's the best casting I've ever <laughs> you know, heard. You know, hard R. Uh, yeah, so here's my pitch. Okay, uh, please. And throw expendables. out some actors. Oh, okay, cool, cool, so cool. So get cool. everybody. Get every yeah. old, washed-up, uh, you know, action star, fight star. I say you get the new ones. Get the guys from the raid. You're not sure, sure, sure. Jackie Chan, Chow Yun Fat, Raiden. I mean, give me an old badass Jet Li, you know, a martial arts master. Give me Donnie Yen as Raiden. Oh, Donnie Yen as Raiden, Mike, please. That's fucking great. Give me the Ip Man himself kicking fucking ass. You're pitching a movie that people care about, and I don't know if we're ever going to get that. We're talking Hollywood people. Yeah, true. All right, well, let's quickly just do a quick fan cast, though. I think I think Donnie Yen for Raiden. It's going to end up being something like Joe's saying where Vin Diesel takes over it, and it's it's just people you don't even give a shit about. Vin but Diesel yeah, would sure, love maybe. to be in this. Oh, he would, he I would. Bet. Yeah, um, I don't know. Give me the dude from the raid for Liu Kang. Yeah. And uh, Somebody newer and not badass. You know, it's not Scarlett Johansson as Sonya Blade. Oh, it would be. It's who? You know, somebody cool, somebody <laughs> younger. Know. It would Young be good. Yeah. Is Scarlett Johansson old now? <laughs> no, but just you've seen her do that part a thousand times. It's Black Widow again, you know. I, you yeah, yeah, like yeah you can't do yeah. ScarJo for that. Um, and she also did, you know, Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, so exactly. Too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. She'd uh, go for a katana instead. You should, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. You should get any. You can get anybody for Scorpion and Sub Zero because yeah. they wear masks. So sure. yeah. No, get no, no. The, it has to be a real skeleton. Ray Park. Ray Park. <laughs> yeah, yes. get Ray Park. Yeah. Ray Park is Sub Zero. That's a fan. No, Ray, Ray Park, Park is all of the yeah. ninjas. Yeah. Just give them different costumes. <laughs> yeah. No, you make <laughs> like Scorpion's ahead. Does yeah, it matter? Man. You make one ninja costume with chroma key yeah, colors, it's just and then totally, you just yeah. tint it. In you know that's exactly how they would do it. Oh yeah. Like, logically, that would just yeah. make sense. That's true. But Plus, yeah. you're doing five backflips. Oh man, I don't know. First movie's best movie. Second movie's trash. <laughs> Supplemental. <laughs> wrapping it up here is the worst. Unless there's more. The I mean, I would love, I would love, love to see something grittier. But I still want that fighting and that action. It needs to be about a tournament. That's what 
That's what Mortal Kombat yeah, is. Yeah, it doesn't need to be funny. Let me tell you that. Oh, see, I think it needs to be funny. A little oh, bit really? of camp. No. But it needs to oh, be like really? that. Like, you know how, like, You Friday's- guys saying that just because it's old? I'm not sure anything in the universe lends itself to goofiness. Friendships and babalities? <laughs> Oh, you can't well, yet there. to see those on screen. Yeah, yeah. The big final well, here's a, third act know, I, set piece where they transform into babies. That's how they get it from an R to a thirteen. <laughs> no, I want it R. I, I do want it R. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I want it like almost like a Seth Rogen style comedy. Ooh, like okay. I want it really funny. Like David Gordon Green makes Evan Goldberg directs. Yeah, that would be something cool. like that. Yeah, I, I just don't want it to be a little too Deadpooly. I could see that happening, unfortunately. I mean, there is like... It's never going to... None of this is ever going to happen. I mean, let's not forget (laughs) the original Deadpool in films was Baraka (laughs) with his weird arm blades and sewn mouth. And that was in the second film as well. So we did see multiple Barakas. Unfortunately. Yeah. That's right. I forgot he was in the second film. Well, the Baraka is like a whole race. I can't remember their name, but there's like... They're all just arm blade people. (laughs) We are the arm blade people of the South Island. They're about as fleshed out as any Star Trek alien race. They have one one attribute. Yeah. yeah, they're, they're the flim flams. They flim and they flam. <laughs> That's right. So, final thoughts on movies. I'm looking forward to it. Let's hope they do something good with this property. I don't think they're going to, but fingers crossed. Yeah, I mean, sure. I'll I'll get drunk and watch something, but like, I'm not holding my breath for a new Mortal Kombat movie. If they do, I hope it's fun. I hope it's got camp to it. Uh, you know, it's not going to be like the most badass thing ever because you can't like as a grown man watch it and be like, it's so badass. That ninja who was when blue he shoots ice out of his hands and the ninja who was I'm yellow like, took yeah. off his face. <laughs> he shot fire. Like, come on. Yeah. Hey, man, I love that movie. Yeah, like it's hard not to like you got to take it as serious as it lends itself. Yeah. As serious as I think, you know, Midway took it. Yeah. And, you know. I think that's right. That's the right lane to be in. A little bit of camp. The characters even in the new game X have like one-liners and they take digs at each other. I think it's fine. So let's see what they do. Hopefully they do something. If they do, just don't make it suck. But I'm not as hopeful about this as I would be about, say, the future of maybe even Power Rangers. And that's oh, not yeah. saying a lot. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And I would say even yeah. other fighting stuff. What they're doing with Street Fighter games is great now. Putting them in huge bundles, collections, throwing them on every gaming platform you can imagine. You know, utilizing them, doing movies, shit like that. TV shows, animes. Yeah. They're not really doing that for Mortal Kombat. No, it's barely exists in the FCG anyway. Like, even in the fighting game stuff, like, it's all Street Fighter, Tekken, Smash Bros. So, Mortal mm. Kombat's there, but it's kind of on the sidelines, so... Well, it, come on. Let's let's pull it up to the mainstream here. Let's do it. And then also, let's go ahead and pull up... Uh, we don't want it, the movie to be funny, but we should get some comics in here. Right? Hey! Yeah, let's talk about this. Hey, bad boys. Welcome back. We're talking all about Mortal Kombat. We've talked the movies, the games, and here we are at, I think we might set a record here for the shortest comic <laughs> section. Yeah. We're here to talk Mortal Kombat comic books. Comic with a K this time around. Oh, you're right. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so let me tell you guys my past with this. Again, nothing. Just yeah. looking for this podcast specifically. I took a look at just the earliest ones. There's <laughs> two collections that are released by Midway Publishing. So this yep. is something they're putting out and developing because 
the video game's so fucking popular. And we saw in the Power Rangers, Acclaim was releasing books, too, briefly, too. So these video game companies publishing shit, very weird. Probably should oh, not have. It kids. literally means teens are buying this. Teens would read this. Let's I mean, that it. is somebody raising their hand in a board meeting saying, like, that exact phrase. And them saying, you're getting money to do that. Go right ahead. Hire three, you know, artists and two writers. Put out seven books. Yeah, and these books, woo, Nelly, I'll tell you. Oh, they suck. So, they're, 1992, they're one issue each. It's a collection for Mortal Kombat 1 and Mortal Kombat 2. And it's just dramatizations of the video games. I mean, as little as you could put together for that. And, and they suck. And they, like, totally ignore the mythos of the game that's established. Like, characters look different. They do different things. Um, one of the guys who's, like, a minion of the bad guys ends up joining, like, the good guy faction okay it's all really really bad it's sort of like dark souls like they just said here's some proper nouns yeah and go night i would say even (laughs) less effort than dark souls at least dark souls like you had the universe you know what i mean this it just feels like they didn't even well and again it's like the jurassic park ones where i'm getting so mad at and saying why are you trying to do so much weird original stuff when it's all there in front of you? Use the damn grandkids. I hate to fucking say that again. <laughs> Use the ninjas we know. I don't care about other things. And there's a lot of good story with the ninjas in the games and stuff where, you know, you have um, the son of the grandmaster of Scorpion's tribe. I can't remember what they're called. The Lushi Quan or something. There's like two. Ooh. The Scorpion's team and the Sub-Zero's team. And they're like ninja forces. The son of that guy gets obsessed with cyber implants and becomes a cyber ninja. And like Sub-Zero annexes himself from his clan. And like there's this whole backstory of their clans and where they come from and their fighting styles. That is bad. And people tied in with that like Frost, you know, and like I don't know if that's in the comic because I didn't read them, but it should have been. So we're going to see them trade hands two times. It's going to go from Midway over to Malibu Comics, a very, very small publishing chain. Uh, and they get it to more specialized. They look at it and see things like Goro's a monster. People like Goro. Let's just do a Goro comic book. Yeah. Let's just do this. People like Katana Raiden. and Melina, like stuff like that. Really just like firing in on some random characters. Which is totally fine. I mean, that's how you're going to make your bread and money. Uh you know again they're not very well received eventually malibu goes bankrupt and they get picked up by dc because of course warner brothers had already picked up the property through nether realms at that point right so why not let's tie together with our own publishers we have a new video game coming out we have a new game x coming out let's go ahead and publish a comic book for that and here's a little prequel dc one. one let's go ahead and tie it to that injustice comic books boy let's throw them out there yeah the Injustice comic books, I think, are actually at least doing something a little more interesting. That oh, story yeah, is year bigger. one, year two, year three. I mean, they've yeah, had such a chance to, to progress. Now, yeah. It's incredible. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Um, the Malibu comics, though, just to cut back, like some of the artwork is at- atrocious. Just it's atrocious. like they've never seen a human body before. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like muscle on muscle. Yeah, so then it when you have to where draw a figure with four arms on top of it, you're just like, oh, what a disaster. Yeah, it's 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 pretty pretty bad. Uh and then there's Mortal Kombat Deception, which is more of like an art book than anything. Like it's uh yeah, basically just a collection of like sketches of the characters. For the game, very cool. Yeah, I'm looking at some of this art. Um um, I'm not not liking what I'm you not com- I'm not convinced. <laughs> <laughs> no one was. But you can tell why they didn't hold on to the property for long. 
and as far as these DC ones, again, I don't really recommend them. Uh, if you love Mortal Kombat for some reason so much that you need to go out there and think, well, I need to fill my time reading about it as well, unfortunately, you're not going to get serviced very well. Uh, there's not a lot out there that is utilizing this brand well. Uh, I would like to see paperbacks maybe. Do a Sub-Zero book. Do a Raiden book. You know, Talk a little bit about the weird world. Do one called Outworld. Why not? I think if you're if you're really dying to read about these, the comics and the books right now, unfortunately, they're not your best outlet. You might want to just look at the Wikipedias, learn the Oh, yeah, there's a great way. Mortal Kombat Wikipedia. Yeah, and I mean, the lore is right in the game. You go to the Corypt with a K, and you unlock <laughs> all the backstories and cinematics. Like, the lore is all there. Everything you want to know about each character, some of it plays out in the story mode, like that background with Sub-Zero and Scorpion. Like, that plays out in the story of a lot of these games. So you're getting it in the text. Like, you don't need to expand upon it because it's in the games. It seems like they're not. What I would do, you know, we're looking at DC having done a Justice League thing with the Power Rangers we talked about. DC doing a thing with Mortal Kombat, right? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They've done that. DC is setting themselves up with every nostalgia property. Like, build that. Like, oh, the Mortal Kombat universe tries to take over the Turtles universe. Sure, like, if that's Dark Horse. And it's just great. the dark, like, uh, you know, Outworld people. Maybe Liu Kang shows up. I need to help you. Whatever. But Outworld just trying to take over every DC universe. That's fun event books. That's very least. true. Mike, Jeff Johns does stuff like he's doing now with Watchmen, where we're seeing the Watchmen universe cross over to the DC universe with the heroes. Do your next big uh, event. Blow my mind. Have Sub-Zero in the background of something. You know, What you, can Aquaman do against the guy yeah, who freezes that water? That would fucking blow my mind. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Right, but be. like where it is right now, they're just not utilizing yeah. it as much. I don't think we're going for the shortest ever. Listeners, let us know if we have had the shortest comments. <laughs> yeah. <today, but. laughs> and let us know if you like these. I mean, if there's one that you can actually genuinely defend and that we're overlooking, maybe please there's let a fan comic. Yeah. Oh missed. yeah. Please email us. Or, you know, if you're an artist and you love Mortal Kombat, draw one up, man. Oh, sure. We would love to see it. Like the web series, this might be something where the fans are doing more service to the property than the actual owners are. Same thing with the Dark Souls comics as well. Well, shall we? Hit wrap those. It? Final talk, thoughts. Talk final thoughts. Work on our strength. Test, <laughs> test uh, our might. Test our might. Yeah, so that's it. I mean, I really don't know what else we could talk about in the comics here. So why even stick around? I think we should just go ahead and head right into the wrap-up. Final thoughts. All right, Normies, we've talked all about Mortal Kombat. Here we are to get our final thoughts. I feel like we're talking to the death, um, so we'll wrap it up here. (laughs) Uh, I love Mortal Kombat. It's a weird series. Uh, I was excited when we decided that this would be what we were talking about because it is something that I have weird stuff to say about because, again, it's something from our past. Uh, But is it something for our future? Mm, That's a good question. That's the question, Mark. Uh, it's definitely something normie, so I would like to see it used more. Uh, go ahead, get it out there. Do this movie, James Wan. If you do and it reinvigorates something, I could see new games filmed with likenesses of the people in the film, with new comic books. I mean, they could roll out an entire new package. 
I'm excited for that, not necessarily what we have right now. So fingers crossed, Mortal Kombat. It's going to be hitting that 25-year mark here pretty soon. I wouldn't be surprised if we see maybe a reinvigoration before that. Yeah. Um, My final thoughts on Mortal Kombat are this. It has found a way to somehow reinvent its own mythology as it's gone forward. I mean, you look at the original games, it's just palette swaps of the same ninjas. You have three female characters that are just palette swaps. (laughs) Four or five ninjas that are the same character. But as they've gone forward, they've added a lot of character and backstory to these that were just seen as one-dimensional palette swaps. So I think if they can continue to reinvent... And that's what's been fun to me going back to Mortal Kombat X is seeing how that were just one-dimensional flips of the color are now like fully fleshed out characters with backstories and everything like that. And I think to continue to try to break new ground and reinvent what you thought was simple, like they always surprise me with the new stories they come up with for these characters. And I think that's what's fun. That's what could be the avenue for them to continue to stay modern, even if they do a gritty reboot, like because they have been able to expand their world through every iteration. They have gone into the lore more some people don't appreciate that but i think they've always tried to expand on the universe that they built and oh that's yeah good. And these games have great interactions between these characters too fans eat that up as well and they're so all set in a well. time period like you know like when things are happening right and that they have a history specifically to the 10th mortal Kombat tournament which is the one that we're in in the first game you know that's the wow. 10th mortal Kombat that has happened so hmm. yeah uh, i think it's fun it's brutal uh, maybe going into the future, it can be a bit juvenile. Like, you know, maybe because it has to be so brutal, like it's kind of juvenile and therefore doesn't hold up. Yeah, I mean, I think it's one of those things where I really don't know how much of a future it has just because I don't know. I mean, if I'm going to play a fighting game, I want just a bunch of characters I like. I don't necessarily like a bunch of Mortal Kombat characters. I'd be happy with like a six man roster, which is, you know, just throw that on another video game. Give mm. me a video. Give me a fighting game that's like Marvel Cinematic Universe, the fighting game where it just has fighters from Street Fighter, Mortal oh, Kombat, Tekken, it. Smash. Okay. Or, you know all of your favorite fighting games thrown together. A hometown buffet of yeah, fighters. a real battle royale. Yeah, I um, I I want to see more from the developer. I would love to see the horror battle game. Like get Jason and the Xenomorph oh, and Predator out of mind. Mortal Kombat and just give them and, and into, into my dreams. Thing. Mike Myers. <laughs> I think they have Leatherface in there yeah. too. Oh, yeah. So you could have I would take all of them. All now. the horror icons just get get their own thing. Jigsaw could be a weird guy who has technology falling from the ceiling and you know like there could be Ash with the chainsaw Jigsaw hand. Come on, man. Characters. Right, why not? He's like you know sure. in Marvel versus Capcom, he's like the servebot. You know, the little Lego guy. Yeah. I would 100% love that. A yeah, horror get, icons fight night. Yeah, that would be great. Um slash Fright Night. Fright Night Fight Night. The game. <laughs> <laughs> we did it people <laughs> come on come on every video game series we always end up just pitching like make yeah. this video game just that for we me. want yeah. Yeah. all right so i want a video game it's a it's a side scroller it's got three dudes mike colin and joe you can pick either one and you get to roll around beating up people you don't like i want a video game that's super easy but when i beat it i get a million real dollars yeah <laughs> they tell me i'm that? great <laughs> yeah i'm the best and most handsome <laughs> um i guess for me that's my wrap-up on mortal kombat that's my fatality on it. Um, I don't think it's dead. I think it's doing its thing, but it needs to do a lot to step up to no, really be relevant in the modern reality. era. It's at the start of its career. It's going to do big things. Come mm. on. It's provided me with a lot of friendship, too. <laughs> uh, animality. All right, normies. Thank you for listening to Mortal Kombat. If this is the wrap, is this the wrap? 
I think this is the wrap. This is the wrap, You know, what else are we going to say, really? It's a fun game. Everyone had it when they were a kid. Yep. If you like fighting games, you probably played Mortal Kombat. Yeah. I, I'm going to check out X after what you said. Definitely. Uh, you know, I think that's worth a, a game Ooh. fly or and something like that. You know what, like Joe? That, right? You know what I would love to see on our Twitter? Throw up a poll. What did you play more? Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat? Oh, what's yeah. the other? Yeah, Tekken. What's the other fighting games up there? Let we'll us know. We'll have the know. fighting game fight off. And of course, I love that. Uh, and of course, an Normies, reach out to us on Twitter, on Instagram, all that stuff. Uh, reach out to our email, normiesliceus at gmail.com. Let us again know what future episodes you would like. We love that. We love catering episodes specifically to you and for you yes and we are going to be doing like we said a spooky halloween Ooh, series so and i'll wait throughout a lot October, of exciting episodes in the we'll pipeline. be announcing that when we do the overview uh so stay tuned maybe we'll put some secrets out on twitter who knows just keep your ear to the ground and yeah I'll, and thank you very much for listening and sticking with us thank you for any of your suggestions and feedback please give us a review on itunes it helps us out a lot and just thanks for the support you guys this has been mike this is colin o like kano uh <laughs> Uh, Joey Cage. <laughs> oh, man. I didn't even get a cool Mortal Kombat name. Fight you next week, normies. See ya. Where do you get these guys? <laughs>